You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. And again, first of all, it's obvious that you need to use a, a glass that doesn't have, it doesn't come to a narrow end, the tip. Because then if, you, if, it, if, it's, if it's narrow, so you're not really drinking bevasachat, Um Based on this, he, descri- he actually speaks about uh, a question which I didn't realize uh, so many people had spoken about. And that is drinking, not from a narrow cup, but drinking from a straw. Um, how, and again, especially, you know, you have kids that maybe want to drink from a straw. Like if they're the chinuch, maybe you don't want them to spill and you put a straw into their, into their glass. But let's say a person himself just loves drinking from the straw. So is that a, would he be yotze the shtia dalad kosot through a straw? Is it a golden straw a king might use? It might be derech malchus, uh, but is it derech shtia? Is it, the, is, is it considered a normal way of drinking? So Rav Harari spoke to Rav Nevensal about this. And many people get used to drinking from straws. So he's so Rav Nevinsal uh, quoted a Gemara in Sota. The Gemara in Sota says that, of course, you need to be mashke, the adult, the woman accused of adultery, uh, the water that has the Shemas Hashem that have been um, uh, marked, have been uh, put into the water. Erased. Erased into the water, yes. So the Gemara asks in Sota, what would be if you pour it in a shvoferet? In other words, let's say you give her the water, but it's through a straw, basically, a hollow reed. So the Gemara says, what's the, what's the suffix? Is that called derech shtia bakach? Oh, ain't derech shtia bakach. So l'chora, you see that the Gemara in Sota is mesupik, whether that would be a, a kiyum of Hashko of a, of a sota, meaning is that normal to drink that way? So Rav Harari said, well, maybe today you see everybody started drinking with straws. Maybe, you know, it wouldn't be a sulfate. You know, when the Torah was given, it was a sulfate, and that's why the Gemara was masupic about sota. But maybe when it comes to David Kosa, it should be different. So Rav Harari, Rav Nevinsol said, no, I'm not, I don't think you're right. He says, let's say we would get the din of Sota back. So, Lachoro, unless we have a psak from the Sanhedrin, you wouldn't be able to give her the, 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 the May Mariam through a straw. And the same thing should be with Dawid Kosos. Okay. Harari went to ask Rav Shol Yisraeli. And um, he also said he was Mesupic. He, he, he agreed with Rav Nevinsal. He knew the Gemara and Sota. And he said, it's a suffix, whether you should, whether you could drink that way. Um, Rav Mordechai Leo was asked about that and said, he thinks that there's a suffix, you know, in terms of whether it's called derech there's people, what about drinking straight from a bottle? That also could be eno derech that's not a normal way for people to drink. But Lachora, clearly that would be considered derech so you, you probably yotze. Um, 
that um, now, so the uh, uh, Harari did some research and he discovered that Ben Ishchai had actually spoken about this. And he said, Bidevad, if you, if you drink the Dalit Kosos through some sort of uh, sieve, some sort of um, uh, like a separate type of like a tsinor, like a little, and, and you pour from, from the cup through this little tsinor into your mouth, which is basically what the straw is, the Bidevad, your Yotze. So that would be the psak as far as that goes, if that's, but Lachore, you should be Malamed, your children. If you are giving them the Dalit Kos, not to use the straw. That's what I would say based on this discussion. Yeah, what Richard points out, another issue is, of course, if you're leaning, it might actually, that would also be a problem. Maybe it's even dangerous, I guess, and abnormal to do it that way. Okay, that's in terms of drinking. Now, what about the Kos? Okay, so you don't drink uh, in a narrow cup. Don't drink with a straw. What about the cup itself? So the cup should at least hold the revius. The problem with, with many people have with drinking the Dalit Kosos, especially if they're using wine, is that the glasses are too large. Um, a revius, and again, there's a machlokas, the Chazonish, and Ram Chaim Noah, Ramesh Feinstein, and others. What exactly is the amount of a revius? Now, the Rav David Feinstein, Zuchan of Rocha, who worked on this area many, many years ago, said that for Kiddush on Shabbos, it was 3.1 ounces. And for the rest of the Dalit Kosas, or Kiddush on Yontif, a Revius is really 2.2 or 2.4 ounces, which is, which is quite... Uh, a small amount, but you can't find cups that are usually that small, which is one of the problems. Usually it's hard to find a cup. And now the question comes, if you're going to be using a larger cup, do you have to drink rove of that cups? So first let's talk about, does the cup itself have to hold the revius? And there's an interesting discussion about this. Normally the cups are all bigger than a revius, obviously. Um, Rav Mordechai Leo was asked let's say you have like one of these shot glasses like a one ounce cup um, and you drink and you pour is that good enough? Technically it's, it's technically you drank from two shot glasses so this way you know you don't want to have a big cup let's say like you're seeing here that I'm just showing it now you can see this big cup okay so let's say this is your Seder cup now, this cup is approximately eight or nine ounces. I think it's a nine-ounce tumbler. And many people, and you would say, I'm going to use wine. And then I want to drink Rovkos, which according to many sheets, you, you have to drink Rovkos. Uh, but, so what else can I find? The only thing I found smaller than that was the shot glasses, which I guess are about one ounce or something like that, or a little bit more than an ounce. So could you just use two shot glasses? So that's what uh, Rav Harari asked uh, Rav Elio. So Rav Mordechai said, really, each cup should really hold a revius. 
So Rav Harari said, is that Bidi Evid? In other words, if it turns out that I um, drink uh, from two shot glasses, because that's, is that is Bidi Evid? I'm not, I'm not Yotze Dalit Gosos? So Rav Mordechai said, even Bidi Evid, you're not Yotze. And if it turned out that you did it that way, you drank from two shot glasses, oh, I drank my 2.2 ounces because the cup that you drank from, neither of them had a revius in it, you'd have to do it again. Now he says, you don't have to make Kiddush again. You don't have to make a new brach again. But Rav Mordechai said that you would have to drink again. Rav Yisra- and again, Rav Shol Yisraeli, when it was asked about this, he said, I agree with Rav Eliel that the cup should have a revius, but if that's the, but it's not Ma'akiv Bidiyevit. So, uh, in the, in the Minhage Bells, he did his research, he found that even the cups that they, that they give for the children, for Chinuch, they make sure they don't give him little shot glasses. They make sure they give him something that definitely has a revius. But, so you basically had the machlekes between Rav Mordechai Leo and Rav Shul Yisraeli, whether if you did it that way, you drank the two shot glasses, whether you yotzi be the Eved. Uh, when he asked Rabbi Nevinsal, Rav Nevinsal said that he wasn't sure. He wasn't sure. It could be Rav Yisraeli was right. It's not Makabidi Evid and could be Revelio is right that it is. He wasn't sure about that if you if that would be the case. Let us say that again, okay, so you decide you're going to use a large cup. Okay. Um, do you need to drink Rove Kos? So this is actually two shitos in the Shulchan Aruch. The Bet Yosef brings the Yesh Omrin. But the Beis Yosef's first sheet is that if the cup is bigger, like a cup like you're, you're seeing here on a, that I'm showing you, that it's eight or nine ounces, all you need to do is drink a revius from that cup. You don't need to drink rove of the cup. That's the first sheet in the Shulchan Aruch. But then he brings Yesh Omrim that you're not Yotze. Okay, well, what do we do? Well, those Yesh Omrim, not only is the Yesh Omrim in the, in the Shulchan Aruch, but the Bach paskins that way, and the Kafach and, and the Kafachayim brings many poskim, as of course the Sfardi brings, who also agree with the Bach that if you have a big cup, you need to drink Rovkos. In fact, according to the Bach and all those poskim. If you don't drink Rove Coast, you're not Yotze. The Kavachayim says that even according Question. to the... Yes, go ahead. I do use a, a pretty large cup, and I do drink most of it, maybe a little, very little left on the bottom. Am I allowed to pour the second or third or fourth cup you know, if something left in the bottom? Or I have to wash it and no, no, you could. Well, I, I it could be for um, for for the 
for benching, you might have to uh, wash the cup out. For the third one. The third cup, but for, not for the second, not for mm-hmm. the second one. So, so the Kabachayim writes that since the Beit Yosef brings the Yeshomrim, it's clear that even the Beit Yosef feels that you should, if you can, try, if you have a big cup, to drink most of the cup. And um, in fact, uh, it's probably better to drink the whole cup if you can, uh, to, if you wanted to be Mach Meru Um So, even though, it's, so this is not a situation where, oh, Ashkenaz one way and the Bach, the uh, Sephardi one way, the Ashkenaz the other way. Even according to the Sephardim, it's clear that the Machaber feels that once you have a large, that's the cup you're using, you should you should try to drink Rovko's from it. So if you aren't going to be able to drink a lot, try to work before Yontif to find a smaller cup. Now, does the cup need to be filled all the way to the top and it overflows? Do you need to do that? Or how high does the cup... You know, it's one thing to say it's full. What does full mean? Does full mean like till the tip, like you're seeing here, like where my finger is holding the cup, that it's right at the very end, like there's there's liquid all the way to the very end? Is that what you're mechuyiv to do? So Rav Harari researched this question as well, and I'll show you what he what he says. He says that... Um, he quotes, of course, the Mishnah Bura, that all the kosot, kidu, shavdala, there's a din of male. When the Ramah writes the din in, 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 um, of, of uh, kosho brocha by Birchat Hamazon, he says, male al kol gedotav, which means what? That it goes all the way to the top. Gedotav means the walls of the cup. So it goes all the way till the top of the wall. In fact, the Mishnah Bura in Hilchot Birchat Hamazon writes that that we are we we are knowing like the Ramah, even though what usually happens is that there's some spillage. We talked about Baltashkas before when we were learning uh, the Mishnah Bura earlier. Um, so the Mishnah Bura points out, even if you want to be knowing like the Ramah, you're going to end up probably losing some of it because you're going to, you're not going to be able to be so exact and some of it's going to spill over and get wasted. It's still the best thing to do. However, Mishnah Bura writes that there are people who, because of Baltashkis, do not fill it up all the way till the tip like the Ramah says to do. And he says, because even if it doesn't go all the way to the top, that's called full. The Ramah says Gidotav, but the other Achronim disagree, and Rav Mordechai said as well, that he believes that you should not fill the cup to a type, that it goes all the way to the tip. And it's called, you have a Kos Mole even without that. Rav Leo said the only time there's this hidur is by Havdalah. There's a hidur by Havdalah to, to show the bracha of, 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 of the new week that it spills to the top, but not by Kiddush and not by, and therefore, he says that you don't have to go, you don't have to fill it till the end. Um, 
In fact, not only Rav Mordechai Leo, but Rav Nevensal quoted his Rebbe, the great Roshama Zalman Orabach, also not um, to go all the way to the top. Um, now, not because of Baltashkis. He brings from Araya, Rafama Zalman brought Araya from the Gemara in Brachot on Daphnun Bet. The Gemara says over there that it's not so shriach that when you drink the kos of bracha, that there's spillage on the outside. So you see from the from the Gemara, not like the Ramah, because it says that it's not so frequent that you're going to get spills on the outside of the cup. But if it's true that you're always supposed to fill the cup to the very tip, so how could the Gemara say it's not shriach? So Shlomo Zalman brought a raya from this Gemara, not like the Ramah, and that was his minig as well, not to go all the way to the very tip. And therefore, uh, that would be the same thing with Dalit Kosos. You don't have to fill it up till the, uh, till the very, very top. Again, if you want to be, again, if you want to be Mchoshish for the Ramah, maybe, but you don't have to. Um, now, obviously, if it's very, if it's obvious that it's very below the top, then that's not a close mole. But you have to use your seichel to try to see what is considered a close mole when it comes to, uh, when it comes to this. Okay. Next, let's talk about the wine that you're going to use. Now, this is a very, this is obviously something that we know there's going to be a difference between the Sephardim and the Ashkenazim. In, in, in many ways, um, the the Ramah writes that as long as you have um, a sixth, based on the halachos of Stam Yenam and other places, or Moshe Paskins this way as well, um, when it comes to um, when it comes to Kiddush, Dalit Kosos, you could have a sixth of it being real wine, and the rest can be water. So as long as a sixth of your cup is natural, real wine, that would be a kiyum in uh, Dalit Kosos and Yayim. Sfardim are only Yotze der Chova if it's Rov Yayim. And we'll talk about mitz together with wine right now. But the main thing to realize is that it has to be natural wine or grape juice, at least 51%. If, however, uh, they add water, not from the wine, but other water, sugars, preservatives, other stuff, so that would not have a shame, yayin. And Rav Harari says that they have discovered that today they have worked in Eretz Yisrael to make sure that all the hachsherim from the Rabbanut is at least 50% 
more than 50% natural wine. And therefore, you would be able, if you have such wine, now I think Carmel Mizrahi, for example, I know has the Rabbanut Hechsher, so that would be kosher even according to the Sephardim, because we know that it's at least 51% or more the actual real wine. Now, the Rav um, was asked, is that a Ma'akev Bidieved, if it's less than uh, 50% wine? And he said, yes, according to the Psaka of the Beit Yosef, it would not have a din of wine, and you, 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 it's ma'akiv. Um, now, it could, the question is: Are you yotze kiddush b'diavet or not? And if you did drink the wrong wine here, Sparty, and you end up drinking the wine that's not from Rabbanut Hechsher. That's that's that that's and we'll see was the Badatz Hechsher. Would you be Yotze or not? So this gets into a very interesting question. Yes. You wanna tell me like other uh, wineries like Barkan or uh, all these Zagod, all these uh, famous wineries, they, they, it's not it's less less than fifty percent actual wine? Well, I don't know enough. We could get a person. Who's the answer real- is yes. I heard um, someone, they, they talked to the Herzogs and he actually did tell them how much David Herzog told them how much each, well, how much each percent actually each wine was and how much you could dilute it. So they do know how much the, the vintners know how much. So let me just, let me read to you from these footnotes and maybe this was written a number of years ago. It might not be true again today, but Chacham Avadya used to tell people when he was the Rav Roshi and afterwards that he would he would be Miyayitz the Sephardim to only use Carmel Mizrahi. And he said, other wines, I am not sure that it's really uh, 51% actual natural wine. And he said, um, in fact, he said, I know for sure there's certain wines that the Badatz gives a Hechsher on that you should not make Kiddush on, and you should only say Shahakol on them. Because he knows that they're not rove wine, they're mostly water. In fact, he says when he was Ravaroshi, uh, he tried, one of his things was, was to get all the wines and the badats to change their mind and not give a, a hechsher that said it's kosher for Barbary for Kiddush and Dawud Kosos. In fact, um, when he checked into it, the wine the badats gave a hechsher to, he discovered that was only 17% wine. The rest was water, sugar, a food coloring, and also a, 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 a something that preserved it. So according to the Ramah, that all you need is a sixth of real wine, here you would say. But according to the Bet Yosef, that you need 51%, it's not good. And the problem... The winery is nowadays, I don't think it's like that. I'm pretty sure most of it is wine, because... 
if you're paying $20 or even $15, $18 yeah. for a bottle of wine, it better be mostly wine. I, I, you know what? I, I'm not going to argue with you. But I found it interesting that the Chokham Avadia started a campaign about this. And he said that the Sfardim and the Adat Mizrach, they think Badatz, that's for sure better, right? Because they figure, oh, Badatz is better than Rabbanut. I read that in his uh, biography, and uh, that was many, many years ago when he was the Rabbi Rashi of uh, Tel Aviv. So, so he he made a big right. He made that campaign about it. Yes. Said. So and, and I think it, the uh, he was succeeding. He he did succeed to uh, right that they the, uh, that they were going to change it. That yes. They, that they stopped giving that hechsher. Um, in fact, I cannot drink that uh, Carmen Mizrahi. I'm sorry. It's too sweet, right? Oh my God! <laughs> he says he went to Rav Chokham Avadi said he went to, from the Dayanim and the Badats, and and the, he answered him and he said, "Look what it says, Badats. Badats means Bezdin Sedek for the Ashkenazim. So why you, you know we're not your Badats? So Chokham Avadi said, what, what kind of answer is that?'" <laughs> I, I don't deny, but that means Bezdin Sedek for the Ashkenazim. But people who see this bottle in the Makolet, it's there's got a Heksher on it. And that is Gorim Amichshel for the Sfardim. Many, many, many times, yes, you're right. And he's and then Chokham Avayir told this, this member of the Badats that even among the Ashkenazim, that even though the Ramah says it's all right, but... There are many who, who felt that you should go like the Beit Yosef. Even the Ramah's own student, the Levush, the Yorabah, the Primagodim, the Machsas HaShekel. So therefore, uh, the, he, he felt even the, uh, even the Ashkenazim are doing the wrong thing. The, the Chokhamavati doesn't give up once he gets into a fight. <laughs> once he got into a fight, he says, even the Ashkenazim should be Machmir and, 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 be, and, and be Machmir and making Baripriyagofen on it. So, um, now, uh, Diane Weiss, um, who was the head of the Badats, felt that what he was going to try to make all those wine uh, companies do is to add another 3% wine. Uh, and then it would be 20% wine. So that, that didn't satisfy Chokham because based according to Beit Yosef, it would still not be enough. So then that's when Chokham Avadia said, okay, look, we, you know, only Carmel Mizrahi. In fact, um, he was once called to be Masadir Kedushin, and it was a famous story, and he made Shako on the wine. Uh, and you know, of course, Rav Tzadka, who was Rashiv in Parit Yosef, he also was called uh, another Khatuna, where all they had was the Badat's wine, and he also made Bar Shakonia Bidvaro. And from then, there was a big rush, and then many of the wineries, even the ones that were under Ashkenazi control, um, started to change things. Um, so, in 1992, things changed, and even the Badats, Hechsherim, the Aguda, uh, is kosher even for the Sephardim. They won't give the Hechsher unless it is actually 
uh, 50, at least 51% of, na- of, 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 of natural wine. Now, um, Rabbi Nevinsaw, however, said that that's the Beit Yosef, but the Teimanim, who go like the Rambam, and you go like the Rambam purely, even, even Carmel Mizrahi is not good enough because they do put sugar in and other stuff. Rove isn't good enough. You need mamish, what would go on the Mizbeach without any Osafot. So, uh, and that, of course, is a problem with the Ayin Mavushal. So that is, uh, if you're... Leave a table, it to the Imanim. Leave it to them. Yeah, yeah well, they, they go like the Rambam. Now, what happens, however, if let's say, okay, you, you have a, uh, a Sephardi who is hearing Kiddush, even at the Seder, for example, um, on, from an Ashkenazi, and the Ashkenazi is making the Kiddush on the old-fashioned wine that's less than 50%. So, obviously, the Ashkenazi can make Kiddush because, uh, and it can say, Bar Priyagofen. So, Ravi Leo said that the Sephardi is also Yotze Kiddush. Because the one who's making the bracha, for him, it has a din of the wine. And uh, Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef also probably, he's probably spoken to his father about it. I'm not sure. But, he's, but he says that even uh, that a Sephardi who hears an Ashkenazi make Kiddush using the wine that Ashkenazi make Bar Priyagofen on would be Yotze Kiddush. Now, uh, Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.